T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Pinchers and catchers set to report soon. And Do Young Park joins us. He covers the Twins for MLB.com. And Doe, here we go. Another season on the way. Pitchers and catchers coming up quick. Yeah, it, in a lot of ways, feels like it hasn't been as long of an off season as those in years past. And I don't know why I can, I, I don't know that I can put a finger on why I feel that way. Uh, maybe the activity that the Twins have had this off season would, would have a little to do with that. But I think, um, on our end, and I think on the Twins' end, too, this is uh, shaping up to be the first completely normal spring training since my first season in 2019, and I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, in, in just a, a return to normal, we should point out, though, uh, southwest Florida uh, went through a lot, a lot of damage, but uh, we've heard some of the spots. We, we, we've heard some of the, the, the promotion. Hey, It'll look different, but uh, we're ready to go and welcome visitors. And, and certainly the Grapefruit League, uh, a big part of, of the economy there in southwest Florida. Absolutely. And, I would, uh, of course, it's going to be a process to get Fort Myers and Naples and uh, Port Charlotte and that southwest Florida community back to where it was before Hurricane Ian. But as kind of the twin staffers down in Florida were explaining to me recently, the tourism and the folks coming down for spring training, as you mentioned, Steve, is such a lifeblood that I just um, yep. encourage everybody to uh, get to back, get down to Fort Myers, support the Twins and the Red Sox, support the Fort Myers community, the Lee County community. Uh, twins have called that area home, and uh, they've been good to the Twins for a long, long time, and they've, they've been good to us for a long time. And um, people coming down and obviously being respectful, but also um, supporting their tourism industry, supporting their hospitality industry, that's going to be a big part of getting them back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you did a timeline uh, at MLB.com about twin spring training and uh, pitchers and catchers report on the 15th. That's coming up quickly. They work out on the 16th, and then the the full squad just a little over a week from today. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to think about. Um, I report to Florida on Monday, um, and I think um, <laughs> there's some guys that are already down there. I was talking to Bailey Ober at Twin Fest. He's already uh, – he, he's, he's the kind of guy that gets down there super, super early to start his work. A lot of the guys um, live down in Fort, in the Fort Myers area as well, so they're already down there. Um, and things are going to ramp up quickly. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Twins handle different ramp-ups and that sort of thing with the World Baseball Classic happening in the middle of spring training and all that. But um, really, this year, no shortened spring training for COVID, uh, no summer camp, no lockout that's going to affect ramp-up. It's a just full, normal, month-and-a-half spring training for the vast majority of the non-WBC guys. And I think, um, again, that'll be a welcome return to normalcy for a lot of folks. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the WBC because this is something that, that the players that um, make the teams, it, it's really important to them. This is an important event for, for these players to be able to represent their countries. Yeah, it's been six years, and um, I think especially this year, I mean, first of all, it's it's so good for just marketing of the game and for drumming up excitement and just kind of and, – and, and just the thrill – of that championship caliber environment was so much on the line for a lot of these guys. Um, it's, it's, it's just one of those exciting events and they've got so much star power um, before in, in this game than, uh, than they have before in uh, WBC's past. And I think that's also something where you got like Mike Trout's and Clayton Kershaw's and Shohei Otani's and Vlad Jr.'s of the yeah. world and Juan Soto's of the world coming through. That's going to be a big deal. That's going to make, that's going to be a really, really big spectacle. Yeah, and Shohei Otani and his future uh, will, will be a, a topic uh, the, the way it looks all season long. Uh, where, where, wherever he stops in the big leagues, that, that will, will certainly be a question that, that, that he will be asked. Where, where will he end up? Because he's, he's such a unique talent. Yeah, you think, uh, you think there are a lot of big deals this offseason with, the, right. with the big names out there? I mean... Uh, Oh, I mean, I, I've heard people around the industry just kind of, uh, sh- but I don't think shuddering is the right word, but there's just so much intrigue as to the deal that uh, Otani is eventually going to command when he hits the open market. That's just There's no precedent for that sort of thing. And I think when the time comes, the baseball world is just kind of going to have to watch together and see how this thing comes out. Um, you did a piece uh, on, on the Twins, and uh, it's a simple headline. Who makes the cut for the Twins' 2023 opening day roster? And they go into this spring training with, with a lot of stability and a lot of decisions already made. Yeah, that's the thing. As I was putting together that story, and I know I've talked to a couple of my colleagues on the beat about this as well. Uh, that we've gone into off seasons past, just looking at the pitching staff and being like, do they have enough warm bodies to get get through 162 games? And uh, there were some like crazy decisions to be made in some past, but not, not this year. I mean, as I was putting things together, it seemed to pretty neatly slot together with the kind of roster that they have right now. I don't know that there's going to be all that much in terms of position battles or guys on the bubble trying to make the roster, that sort of thing, just because they have a combination of veterans who are secure in their roster spots. They've got young guys who are secure in their roster spots who have been productive big leaguers. And beyond that, I don't know that there's honestly much to be settled as long as everybody stays healthy i think the couple things that i look at on the pitching side in particular are um can the starting rotation stay healthy and if they all do uh would the twins want to run a six-man rotation or a five-man rotation because i know that is uh that has come up as kind of a topic of conversation um in the recent past i think the twins are planning for a five-man but i think sound open to the idea of a six-man if it comes to that and everybody's healthy and in a good place and um I'm also curious as to like what happens, I guess, with the last one or two spots out of the bullpen, where they've, in theory, got the eight guys that I named uh, in that article on MLB.com uh, ready to go. They've got MLB experience. They've got success. They've got stuff. But maybe they're going to try to uh, convert one of their young starters to a bullpen role or uh, see what they got or carry a length guy. So I think that those are really the only questions I have like personnel-wise as we enter, obviously assuming health, which, as we know, with this Twins roster is no sure thing. 
Yeah, and th- th- really another one is, and this has been speculated for much of the offseason, is, is the future of Max Kepler. And there there could always be uh, a deal or, or multiple deals in how Kepler fits into the equation because they, they, they seem to have outfield depth and, and a lot of guys that, that can play the outfield and play the outfield well. It seems increasingly so that they're just, that's an area that they're just going to consider a strength and lean into. Um, I know like Kepler has been a, been a name that's been speculated on and sure. God knows I've been a part of that for many years now. Uh, but at the same time, when you look at what they've got, they've got, uh, they've got Max Kepler, they've got Michael A. Taylor, they got Byron Buxton, they got Joey Gallo. Uh, four deep, that might be the best four deep defensive outfield just in the big leagues in recent memory, period. And I think that's something where they got fly ball guys on the roster like uh, Joe Ryan and uh, Tyler Malley and Bailey Ober. And uh, that's going to be a big deal for those guys. That's going to be a big deal. It's going to help them for sure. And I think that's an area of strength. Uh, there's some hope that Kepler could be one of those candidates that would bounce back from the limitations of the shift. So I think um, a lot of kind of the discourse around that is being overstated a little bit as to how much that will impact left-handed hitters. Um, but I think there is certainly some improvement to be had there. Um, and it's just kind of getting to the point where teams are setting their rosters, teams have figured out what they want to make of 2023. I think if it comes to like trade deadline season, Kepler is the exact kind of guy that would make sense for, um, that would make sense for maybe like a contender to contender swap or just like would be on the radar for a lot of those, a lot of those teams. And as far as uh, the outfield depth that the Twins have, I know Trevor Larnick has dealt with some injury stuff. Alex Kirilov has dealt with the injury stuff, and the risk is going to be a question going in. I don't think they would say no to the extra depth in the outfield at this point now with uh, where the roster's at, especially just how, given how much, of a tr- how much of a problem point the outfield has been over the last two years. And final thought here before we let you go, Doan. We certainly do appreciate the time. Doe Young Park uh, covers the Twins for MLB.com and is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Do you think we're going to have a more traditional approach to the use of the bullpen and and particularly Duran, that that he'll be the closer or, or the guy they use in the ninth inning with a lead? As for the Duran question specifically, I think the answer there is no when you're talking about quote-unquote traditional. Um, I think uh, the whether whether fans out there agree with it or not, um, the, Joan Duran is the guy they want facing the opponent's best hitters late in a close situation, whether that's in the ninth inning or in the eighth inning um, or somewhere uh. in between. That's where they're going to go. I do think we'll see starters pitch a little deeper into the games. I know that was a concern point, and that was something that we got flamed over a lot on Twitter, and I know people have kind of raked Rocco and his staff over the coals, but uh, this is not a pitching staff that has, like, Jay Happ or Matt Shoemaker or Dylan Bundy anymore. You know, like, these are these are established veteran guys that know how to work their way through lineups. Uh, we had some weird game situations that were tighter than the Twins would have liked that kind of forced their hand in some places last year. But I do think if you're talking about quote unquote more traditional, I think the starter usage is something that'll uh, probably ramp a little more toward uh, what people are used to seeing as we get into the regular season. So uh, here we go. Great time of year, safe travels to Florida and hopefully we can visit again soon. I always enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, one of my favorite parts of spring training is catching up with you from like a random parking lot in like Bradenton. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bubba's. Yeah, and uh, pretty nice day here. I mean, you, you're, you're going to get a good send-off weather-wise with near 40 tomorrow, 40 again on Monday, and then down to Florida. This is a, this is a great way to gear up for the nightest weather in Florida. Yeah, nice send-off, but I'll be uh, stuck yeah. indoors all day cooking for the Super Bowl potluck and watching the game. Yeah, there you go. Uh, do you have a do you have a prediction tomorrow, Kansas City or Philly? Uh, I, I'm going Kansas City on this one. All right, I think, uh, go uh, with I think, the MVP uh, even, and Mahomes. Even, yeah, even with the even with the health issues, I think Pat Mahomes is the uh, best player on the field there. All right. Well, I, I, enjoy the day, and once again, a safe trip to Florida. Yeah. Thanks again. I'll catch uh, I'll catch up with you then. All right, there he is, Doe Young Park, covering the Twins for MLB.com. And it's got a good piece. It breaks down the lineup and uh, some of the things he sees going into spring training. Once again, pitchers and catchers later in the week in the first full squad week uh, workout one week from tomorrow. And, of course, we'll have selected spring training games here on the radio. And then all 162 of the regular season, Corey Provost, Dan Gladden, and company, Chris Atterbury, before and after the games. Of course, Chris handles play-by-play on selected games as well, and then hopefully postseason here on the radio home of the Twins. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.